Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast, and this is the podcast for people who got their kids a PS4, their girlfriend Michael Kors bag, their side chick a gift card to Panera Bread Co. But right now, at this very moment, because they got all those nice gifts for Christmas, now their car's getting repoed. <laughs> and this is Jaren. And this is TJ. Jeez Louise, man. They talk about people overspending and going outside of their budget for Christmas. Right. But, dog, you got to take care of that mortgage, that rent payment, and that car note, bro. You need those. At the very, at the very least. You need those. So, yeah. listeners out there, it's over now. I mean, what's spent is spent. But your New Year's resolution should be don't make that same dumbass mistake in December. Right. Spending all your money on these gifts that... You really don't even need half of them. Um, but putting yourself in position to get your car repoed or getting put out of your, your place, man. It ain't that serious, man. It definitely isn't. But I don't know. I don't know why people, like, extend themselves so far. Like, to, to put themselves in that battle of, of a position. You know what, though? that this, It shows a good sign because people talk about how how fucked up people are in 2016 or just in these latter years of American history how people are more to themselves and they don't care about nothing but themselves and everything is I everything but it just goes to show you that if somebody's willing to put themselves in a state of repossession to get Christmas gifts for other people that just goes to show you man they do care about giving more than they care about receiving (laughs) so there is hope in humanity Right. But then they're still making bad decisions. <laughs> which is Dude, ultimately putting like said, their life their livelihood in jeopardy. Yeah, nobody said Americans will ever stop overspending. I mean that's what America that's one of the founding things America is built on is the fact that people are going to continue to overspend. We need that in America, I guess. Just make sure you're not the one overspending and putting yourself in a bad position. Leave that for the other sorry saps that don't know how to budget. Right. Man, speaking of 2016, dude, the latter days of 2016 have been mean as hell, bro. They are taking celebrities out left and right. Celebrities and athletes. Yeah. So in the last three weeks, dog, I got a, I got a short list. It's a long list for deaths, but uh, I have a short list. For the last three weeks of the celebs that we that we've lost. Now I'm not doing all of them. I'm only gonna name some of the names that pop out to me, mm-hmm. or some of the things that they've appeared in that pops out to me. Mm-hmm. So we'll start it off, and we're only talking about the last three weeks of December, because we had a lot of deaths in in the fourth quarter of 2016. Right. Al- Alan Thick, bro, Robin Thick's dad. Yep. He was on growing pains. And he was on How I Met Your Mother. On December 13th, he passed, 69 years old. Two days later, Craig Sager. Now, Craig Sager's a sports reporter. He's been reporting sports since 1981. He's known for his flashy suits or gaudy, depending on how you uh Most <laughs> you people think his thought style they were gaudy. <laughs> flashy. They're bright colored. All right. Flashy, gaudy. It works. It just depends on your perception. Uh, we had uh, uh, China Machado, 
I think I pronounced that right. She died on December 18th. She was 87. Rest in peace to whoever uh, that is. Yeah, well, the, the reason I, I went ahead and listed this one is because she was the first non-white model to be on the cover of a major magazine. Okay, rest that's, in that's, yeah, yeah. that's barrier-breaking. Yeah, re- rest in peace to whoever that is. Right, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so she she was cons- she looked exotic, as they say, because her mother was Chinese and her father... Uh, was from Portugal. He okay. was Portuguese. Okay. And so she had a unique look to her. So they threw her on the on the cover of a major magazine, even though she wasn't white. So she broke down barriers. Okay. Um, uh, Zsa Zsa Gabor. She died on December 18th. She was 99 years old. Wow. That was, yeah, man. That was a big shock, you know, her, her passing away. <laughs> At 99 years old Yeah I mean She's done her time She's had her fair share Of life on this planet I don't know why The Lord had to take her Away from us so soon Well It's not about How soon it was It's about why Did it have to be In December bro December 2016 With everybody else Cause she was so. 123 I mean <laughs> She was 99 bro 99 mm-hmm. So she was in Moulin Rouge Back in 1952 Which won Two uh, Two Oscars Man, and it's been that long since they made that movie. Nineteen fifty-two, bro. That's and the one uh, with with uh, Wesley Snipes, right? No. Hmm. Hell, nah. It was Wesley. I don't even think that's Wesley a song Snipes with, was with that's, that's a song with Lil Kim. Where, where, yeah, with um, Christina Aguilera. Yeah, that's been that long since they made that song, huh? Wow. Nineteen fifty-two. <laughs> Not exactly, but okay. So. The reason she she I remember her is because they were talking about how many times she was married. She was married nine times, and I remember back in the nineties, she kept she kept coming up in the news because of her marriages and stuff. When she was um, when she was just ninety three years old, <laughs> right? Uh, George Michael, he died on Christmas, bro. He was only fifty three. Okay. All right, you know George Michael, right? I know him. Okay. Okay, because if not, I was gonna hit you with a few hot lines from, from uh, from one of his hot songs. Did they did did they allege he had AIDS or? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see anything about that. I mean, not they not, actually. Not that's. I mean, I thought that was the thing from back in the eighties, though. Oh, okay. Um, I, I didn't see true, anything man. about that. They talked about how peaceful he passed and how he died in his bed, and it was very peaceful. Um, it was very nice rhetoric around his death, surrounding his death. So, so uh, George Michael, star of and writer of Careless Whisper, or wait a minute, I won't say writer. He sung it. I don't know if he wrote it himself, but that was a pretty good song. I like that song. Oh, it says singer George Michael succumbs to HIV/AIDS at 53. Oh, okay. I thought he had AIDS, but that I mean, damn. He lived a long time. Yeah, he lived a good 30 years with it, I think. Because Easy e didn't get that kind of love. I mean, he went quick. Yeah, he... <laughs> he went super quick. I mean, you heard about it two weeks later, boom. He was out of there. So, all right. And, man, so um, who else we got here? Oh, Ricky Harris. That's the guy from Everybody Hates Chris. He started on Everybody Hates Chris. Um, he was 54 Little Chris? Old. He died to, Huh? Ooh, little Chris? No, no, not Little Chris. Ricky Harris. Ricky Harris was an actor that was on the show. Was he like the store owner or I don't know what that is. Harris. 
Or was guess. he like a the the brother? I don't know. Uh, I think it's, what's his name, Malvo. You know what? I think he played in this other movie from like a, from back in the day. I think I know what that is. This is a dark skinned dude. Yeah, yeah. He uh yeah he was in a few movies. He's in a few movies. Um, Barbara Tarbuck. She was on General Hospital from 96 to 2010. She was 74. She died on December 27th. Then on that same day, Carrie Fisher died now. This is Princess Leia from Star Wars, bro. She died on December 27th. She was 60 years old. No, this is... Who is this guy? I'm looking at Ricky Harris. That's not who I was thinking it was. Hmm. Dog, you still... You on a, you two people behind, bro. You still talking about Ricky Harris. Because I need to know who he was. I think I know who this guy is now. He looks familiar. You can IMDB him if you like, I'm bro. I'm on IMDB. I'm trying to get to the stuff that I know. Okay. What about the people versus OJ Simpson? He was on that. I am oh, familiar with the show. Oh, he was on Dope. He was on Dope. I don't remember show. him from Dope. I don't remember him from that other show. Everybody hates Chris. It was his biggest thing, I guess. Yep, that was his that was <coughs> the biggest thing he had. Okay. All right, so, uh, uh, while we're off to this good story, who else died? All right, Carrie Fisher. She died December 27th. She was 60, Princess Leia from Star Wars. Then the day after that, her mom passed, Debbie Reynolds. She died on December 28th. She was 84. And then lastly, um, and let's see, lastly what I have is uh, Keon Carpenter. <clears throat> he was 39. He played strong safety in the NFL for the Bills and the Falcons. He played for like seven seasons. Dog, the way he died was really unfortunate, bro. He was running to the car with his kid. He slipped, fell, hit his head, knocked unconscious, died. Like he slipped on some ice or something, or? <laughs> What'd you say? He slipped on some ice or something, or what? I don't know what he they, it didn't. The article didn't say what he slipped on. They just said he was running to the car with his kid, man. <laughs> it was a freak accident. Wow. So is that so, everybody? That's everybody, bro. It's not everybody. It's not who'd I miss? This just in. Joe Jackson, famous for beating up Michael Jackson, has Get out died of at eighty seven. Get out of town. Yeah. You ain't get that off of Facebook news, did you, dog? Because you know you can't trust that shit. You gotta go and I did I did get it from Facebook check. news, but um I just I just looked it up and yeah. He's supposed to be dead. He's supposed to be, bro. All right. Hold on. Let me see here. Uh, well, they haven't updated Wikipedia yet. Dog, it ain't came up in no article. You better be right about this, dog. I'm at TMZHipHop.com, and it says he's uh, dead. Okay. TMZ said it? I'm not getting anything. Oh. <laughs> it says TMZHipHop.com. I don't know if that's an Why official. Is it hip hop? I don't know if that's an is official. Is it the same Joe Jackson? You sure ain't no no rapper? I'm looking at a picture of him. It's Joe Jackson. You know, Fab name is Joe Jackson. I think it's Joe jo- Joe Johnson, right? Is he Jackson? No, it is Jackson. Nah. Yeah. TMZHipHop.com. All right. That's when T. Yeah, all right. Maybe they know what they're talking that's about. Not, you know, I, don't uh, think, I don't think that's the official TMZ, but I would imagine they would have got a cease and desist if that's not the real right. TMZ. Oh, look at that. The the Inquisitor says Joe Jackson not dead. Michael Jackson's dad confused with... This white man playing a saxophone? 
<laughs> because I see I see there is an, another Joe Jackson. Okay. So uh, nah, 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 nah. there is a Joe Jackson. <laughs> There's a white man who apparently plays the saxophone, but looks like he's oh, a one too. He he was confused with the trending uh, football player, but that was debunked. All right, look, man, we ain't spreading no gossip. We gonna let the Joe Jackson thing ride. Joe Jackson, I'm not trying to kill you, Jaren is. <laughs> After seeing him on that movie, I think everybody is. Dog, if TMZ, if TMZ got that thing wrong, that's gonna be bad. That's TMZ hip hop though. That's not. I don't think that's a real TMZ site. Oh, you're right. That's not the real TMZ. Why are you reporting that on art, man? I might edit that out, bro. That's bad. Yeah, you might have to. <laughs> anyway, so 2016. Uh, moving right into 2017. Oh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I got, I got some thoughts about all these people who that died. Oh, go for it. What you got? Um, I don't care about any, any of them. What the only person, mean, the only person in 2016, <coughs> excuse me, that mattered is friends. Okay. But these are people, man. These are people who gave to the world. Mm. They gave I, art I, to the world. I, I don't know if they... I mean, everybody on that list? Everybody on this list gave... Well, the football player, he gave entertainment to the world. He didn't give art. Uh, or is art entertainment? No, he gave he gave entertainment. But everybody else off, gave art to the world. You left world. off Fidel Castro. That was in November, bro. I said the last three oh, weeks just of December. December. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just saying how harsh the last three weeks of December is. Well, anyway, Prince is still dead. He is. He's not coming back. So, that's the big one. That one does hurt. So, yeah. Oh, So, that's how you oh, want to end that you don't care about any of them? Oh, uh, no. Uh, so, I don't care about any of them except for Prince and Muhammad Ali. Okay. And, Al- and Alan Thicke. I like Alan Thicke, too. He was cool. Alan Thicke was cool? Yep. And Fidel right, Castro. He, he, helped, he helped birth uh, Robin Thicke, and Robin Thicke had some pretty good albums, some pretty good songs. No, I liked, I liked you, him. I liked, I liked him as, as an actor. He seemed kind of cool outside of acting, too. Um, Gene Wilder. Okay. He, he was Willy Wonka, the best version of Willy Wonka. Right. Yeah, when did Gene Wilder go? It was a few months ago. A few months oh, ago. Oh, a few months? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, since we talking people who died, I just wanted to give the whole 2016 wrap-up. Dog, if we did the whole 2016 wrap-up, it'd be, it'd be pretty long. Because when I was looking this up to find out who the, the most recent ones are, we were talking early. I mean, that list is it's pretty long. Yeah, Joe Jackson definitely is not on this list, so... <laughs> well, yeah, the the list is pretty. That list is pretty uh pretty old now. It's a few days old. Yeah. So he Joe Jackson wouldn't be on that joint. I mean, he should have. I mean, if he if he was if he made it. I mean, like if he died, he would be on here. Oh okay. They, they seem like the one I'm looking at. It looks uh-huh. like they updated it. I mean, like pretty quickly here. I got December <laughs> December 20th. They got they got Debbie Reynolds on there. So. Oh okay, gotcha. So that's that. Now, back to the next topic. We were talking about uh, St. Louis. 
and apparently they're gonna get some reality television they're gonna be yay on real, the first 48 real, real man. oh i was gonna say real housewives of st louis um nah. i don't know if those kind of housewives live in st louis well you guys do have the cardinals so i guess they'll be all cardinals players uh, wives. <laughs> no, I mean because well, housewives ain't about just sports though. I mean, it's about just people being. Oh uh, yeah, I'm thinking about basketball wives, yeah. huh? But housewives is rich people's wives. You're right. I mean, baseball wives, they'll be much richer. Yep, yep. <laughs> They're basketball so no, wives. It's not that reality show. It'll be the first 48. That's the reality show. So, apparently, the That's cameras of the first 48, uh, they're gonna shadow the police in St. Louis. Which is interesting because I've been seeing a lot of talk on social media about First 48 uh, going to St. Louis and and people's feelings on First 48 going to St. Louis. And for some reason, I don't know what I was thinking about when I first heard it, but when I when I was reading about it, all it is is that the people from First 48, their cameras are going to shadow the police department. I imagine it's St. Louis City police department yeah that's what that's what it's going to be they're just going to shadow them they're just going to record everything that they're doing that's it that's it yeah i don't know what else i thought when i heard when i when i saw the words that first 48 is going to be doing in st louis i thought of this big production it's for some a reason it's a polished version of cops yeah exactly with with tons of more editing and voiceovers and right sound and it has a little niche they have their yeah. little niche because cops was just <clears throat> any call that goes out their things are specific to murders uh, homicides yeah. that occur and they try to solve the case within the first 48 hours but they don't always do it so they'll yeah. be they'll be in st louis early 2017 apparently it's not going to air for like eight nine months so that i guess they're going right. to record all the shows and then they're going to edit it like crazy, like we knew they were going to do. <laughs> well, the thing is, because a lot of those, I mean, it's called the first 48. However, I think most of them aren't solved in the first 48 hours. Mm-hmm. But then what ends up happening is they'll have like, you know, they'll scan ahead a few months and be like, oh, so, you know, this is, you know. Ah, uh, that's true. You know, they, they caught that's this true. guy or whatever. or You know, he's. And plus they need trial. to have their trial, too. Yeah. They need to have their trial. You no, know, they may not have it. They, they'll just say, you know, they're still waiting for trial. And yeah. so the police chief, Sam Dotson, he says that the upside to this thing is that it humanizes the officers. And it should generate better cooperation and help the, the don't snitch code that's in the urban community. Mm-hmm. But he said the downside is, is that it's going to be an emphasis on the city's violent, uh, violent activity. Right. And there might be some concerns about complicating prosecutions. Because mm. apparently, I think there was something that happened in Miami, I believe it was, where the judge did not want to use the recordings from the interrogation because it was aired on First 48. And there was some issue with it airing on television. And it, it kind of hung up the prosecution. Yeah, I... I'm not sure if that many people watches that show to make it an issue, but I don't. I don't know, man. It's. I feel like. I feel like they're making a bigger deal out of it than what it really is. I mean, like people watch cops. Cops goes all over the place. Right. 
Nobody has a problem with cops. It's just a, it's just a camera crew following people doing what they do. You know what? But when cops was going around, is cops still going? By the way, is that still? I believe going? it is. Okay. What? So well, the years that I remember even watching cops, social media wasn't around, and they weren't really announcing what city that they were going to like that. Like because I first like forty eight, they they do a whole season in in one city, I believe. They do. Yeah. Uh, is that? Yeah, I think that's how it works. Yeah, they do a season in in a city or two. Right. They might do two cities. Oh, yeah, yeah. So St. Louis cities. might be one of the featured cities. Right. Well, will be, because if they're going to record, they're going to release that. They ain't wasting no time. They're not wasting no tape. So after... after anymore. <laughs> okay. Now, they're not going to waste any SD card. <laughs> right, but then it's not a waste because you re- you reuse the SD cards though. You can reuse those, Thank so you. they're not going to waste any uh, any charged energy. All right. All right. Um, what I was thinking about when I was looking at the fact that they're just going to be shadowing the police, it might actually help relations a little bit. Either it'll bring light to the mistreatment that I keep hearing about that ha- happens between civilians and police officers. Or um, it might even first forty eight don't show none of that stuff. Well, they'll show the interrogation practices. Yeah, but they're gonna be on their p's and q's in there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So either they're gonna say "f it," I don't care that I'm being recorded, or they're gonna be on the best behavior. So if you if you're gonna do something and have to be interrogated, this is the time because they ain't gonna. Do As a matter of fact, stuff. I bet. The first 48 producers even works with the police and they'll be like, OK, we're not going to show this part when you start waterboarding, <laughs> you know, <laughs> look, we start waterboarding juice because <laughs> he ain't giving up, you know, no names. Right. Right. So, I mean, Go ahead. You, you, can, you can start punching him in the face now because we're done recording and you, you can do whatever you need to do now. It's good. Right. So yeah, I, and plus, actually, the the video they show is I think from the police themselves. Like it's always kind of like crappy video quality, like from a corner, like camera kind of thing. Yep, yep. Also, there is a law that's coming into effect January first. So with the new year, we're gonna bring in 2017. By the time you guys hear this, it will be 2017. Uh, with the new year. Missouri gets a new gun law that allows people who are allowed to have guns to carry and conceal them without having to get a permit. And this other law goes into effect, which is, uh, I'm just going to call it the Missouri fighting law. But apparently if a student gets into a fight or is guilty of bullying, they could get arrested and be charged as a, as a felon. They can get a felony charge on their record and they could be arrested. And so there are a lot of people who are up in arms and maybe they should be because that's a pretty scary thing. I know I saw a couple of videos that were online of school districts coming out, speaking out, trying to notify parents. Apparently there are letters. Did you get a letter at all? No, I didn't see any letter. Okay. There are letters that are going out. Certain. Well, I know. uh, Let's see. I think they said that Hazelwood School District sent out a letter. And uh, and I saw something about Ferguson Florissant. But there's a letter going around informing parents that, hey, this law is changing. If your kid is caught fighting, if he injures he or she injures somebody, they could be charged with the felony. 
they could be considered. I'm know. not sure if they would have sent them out to like first graders and stuff. Like a first grader ain't gonna get a felony, right? You're wrong, dude. They, they said according to this law, no matter the age or grade level, they could be charged, bro. So little Ethan bites Katie, and Ethan's gonna get a felony assault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he's four exactly. years old. Yeah, it it'd be. Uh, <laughs> It'd be so if you cause injury to another person, it's a third degree assault, which you could get four years in jail for. But that's a felony. And so if you injure somebody, that's third degree assault. And no matter the age or the grade level, you could be charged and given a felony, bro. And if the victim is in emotional distress due to like bullying, you can also get a felony. So I'm willing to bet that there will be zero percent of that happening in like the kindergarten <laughs> like they not they not about they're not gonna send a five-year-old to jail for four years they, they won't they won't so as far as jail time under the age of 17 there's no prison if you're under 17 of course not unless they stand trial as an adult but the fact is is that little ethan in kindergarten could get a felony he could be a felon, <laughs> but your 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 minor offenses doesn't follow you to your adult. So, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the big scare is. I do not know that. I don't Let's see. I don't know how that would affect you, uh, like in college, potentially. I don't know how that follows you on into college. I don't think colleges do background checks. Let's see. But it's in your school record, though. They don't That'd check your, your record. They don't check your record from middle school or elementary school or anything. They check your, your high school stuff. And that's it. If they even check that. Like, the schools I applied to, all they wanted was my, my uh, report card and S- or ACT score. Bro, you were applying damn near 20 years ago. <laughs> what are you talking about? They still don't do it. My daughter applied and they, it ain't like they went and checked her stuff. They just want money. Them colleges don't care about that shit. Right. Oh, I boy. That. They do um, want your money. What's his name? Joe Mixon or whatever? What was his yeah. name? Yeah, Joe Mixon. He knocked a white girl out four years ago. Now he's running... <laughs> you know the ball for what's what school is he at Oklahoma or something? Yeah, he, well he he would definitely be in jail. They would have locked him under the jail. They got it 17. on camera and everything. They would have charged him as an adult. I bet you that college don't give not one single fuck about that video. Well, they do because it makes him look bad. After they kick him director out. Makes they suspend him or something. Bad. Right. Well, they suspended him for some games. They suspended him for a year. What uh, for not playing? Yeah, and for for, uh, for something he did in high school, they said that, that was light. Actually, they should have did more. Wait a minute, they suspended <laughs> him for something he did. He's like he's been at this school for like two years, right? Right. In in college, right. And so they suspended him for something that happened in high school after he already played a whole season. Yeah, man. What the. That's what happens. I'm telling you. They See, care. 
a little nah, bit. No, he could have went to, if he went to Alcorn or something like that, nobody would have even heard. <laughs> First of all, they wouldn't even heard about this. Then, second of all, they wouldn't have occurred. That's crazy. Yeah, man. So we didn't we didn't report that on the last week's show when we talked about it. That I don't think you said that. No, we didn't talk about what the we just talked about that he was suspended. Yeah, from, for the year we didn't we didn't talk about. No, I didn't, I didn't I didn't I don't remember you even mentioning the suspension thing. But okay. uh, I I think we I think we talked about that a little bit. Mm. It was it was a quick thing because it was more about it was more about men and women, boys and girls hitting each other. So we didn't go into that detail about that. Well, I would like to go on record officially saying that is some bullshit. <laughs> so, like that's your that's like your job suspending you right now for cheating on your geometry test in the tenth grade. Hey Amen. How well, dare I mean, you? That happened. That happened with the with the Tom Brady thing. So they said that they suspected him for. Uh, um, taking the air pressure out of the footballs before the game and he still went to the Super Bowl still won that next year they wanted to get him on it they couldn't and then a year after that they actually suspended him for four games yeah but that was because just the process of how long it took you know that that's why you know it took that long but yeah. I mean they didn't go back and say he was doing that back when he was at Michigan Michigan or whatever. <laughs> you know, they didn't say, man, back when you was in Michigan, you were deflating balls. We're going to suspend you. Right. What was that? Reggie uh, Bush, He um, they took the Heisman away from him after the fact. But it ain't like the NFL was like, oh, you, you accepted some gifts. Uh, We're going to suspend you. They didn't give a shit about that. So, <laughs> because, I mean, that was college. They ain't got nothing to do with them. Well, they took his Heisman away. And the, and the college they, and did, not the NFL. The, the college did, and that college got uh, they got hit hard too. They draft picks got or or their um, not draft because they don't draft, but their recruiting got hit pretty hard. Yeah, their abilities to recruit the money they can get for scholarships got hit really hard too. Mm. They rich. <laughs> well, that's why they've been sucking these last few years, man. Because the Reggie Bush factor. So, yeah. by the way. So when these students get caught fighting, this includes the school and it includes bus stops. I just I wanted to make a note of that because I remember hearing people talk about, man, let's meet at the bus stop then. You know, I wanted to fight then. I actually had a fight at a bus stop before school started. Did you win? I did actually. Who you fight? Cortez. <laughs> Me and Cortez had a fight. Baraka. Crazy part is we were friends. I don't even know why we fought. He kind of played too much. He and it and started off as playing, and then we got into a real fight. <laughs> I can but see I that. did like I did like the coolest thing ever, though, Doug. Like, so you remember? Did you knock uh, him out? No, I didn't. I didn't knock him out. So check uh, it. I even shocked myself with this one. So when we were fighting, he grabbed me by my shirt, and you know, I can't remember what video game does it like this, but. I guess I think like Ninja Turtles did it like this, but you grab somebody by their shirt and you fall to your back and you use your foot to propel them. You, yeah. you kick and throw somebody, right? Right. Dog, he did that to me. <laughs> and I flipped in the air and I landed on my feet, dog. <laughs> <laughs> now you're making this shit up. I swear, dog. I swear. 
I flipped and landed on my feet, bro. <laughs> Did anybody he see me. it? He, yeah. You can ask Ahmad. Uh, he was at the bus stop. Those people were like, oh. Yeah. He was like, oh. Like when I landed on my feet, I looked down at my feet and I couldn't believe it because I just knew I was about to land on my back. Like, I just knew I was. But he flipped me, and I did a flip when he flipped me, and I landed on my feet, bro. Wow. And the the, the real tragedy about this fight is that it happened before World Star and camera phones existed. Because I would have got some credit. Yeah. I would have got some credit for landing on my feet. And you know what? The fight really wasn't... The fight really wasn't that hardcore. It was more of us wrestling, and we threw a few punches, and then we got up and we started wrestling. That's when he did the kick flip, and I landed on my feet, and then we wrestled again, and then they broke it up, and then. How do you uh, keep fighting after that? Like that should have just ended it. It should have. This is seventh grade. This when you land, grade. you land on your feet after being flipped in the air. That's yeah. that's 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 supposed to be a fight ender. Like everybody's supposed to be like, oh. No, so when in, I landed on my feet and I and looked are, down, <laughs> I turned around and went back at him because I was—I just knew I was gonna be on my back and hurt, and I was preparing to be hurt after falling like that. Because he flipped me and—I mean, he threw me in the air, bro. I'm saying I everybody, was, everybody should like ran in between y'all, like just uh, all screaming and stuff. And I should have just ended the fight. Like they just saw like a crazy dunk. Yeah, and, like run on the court. And like, run on the court. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how it's supposed to have been. Yeah, well, it didn't get that kind of love. So then at the end of it. I guess I kind of snuck punched him too because at the end I had grass stains on my this is the first day of school for 7th grade I had grass stains on my jeans and a grass stain on the on the bottom of my shirt and I thought I was fitted and he had the grass stains so he was standing there and I walked up to him and punched him in his ear as hard as I could <laughs> oh you could have knocked him out and this this is this is before school this is before school is at the first, bus stop first day of school on the bus first stop day before of school grade. yeah that's a big deal you, yeah, I mean, like he he got you dirty, like you should. <laughs> so you came yeah, to school exactly. dirty. Use that dirty dude. <laughs> the first day of school, I had grass stains on on the knees of my jeans and on my shirt. Hey, you see that little dirty dude that came with grass stains? On his <laughs> you know what? That's the first impression. People are probably still judging me based on my dirty ass seventh grade jeans, bro. Yeah, like I saw all them girls that you like wanted to holler at and, and you never could. Right, so in high school, it, it's all because of that seventh grade. Thing. No, I'm talking about in middle school, like the ones you wanted to get at in middle school. No, like I wasn't they, even. I wasn't even trying to get at chicks in middle school though. No, I wasn't okay. even trying to get at you nobody. You just into your studies, huh? Yeah, I was into my studies at the time. <laughs> so uh, yeah, man. Dog, yeah. he he threw he kick flipped me and I landed on my feet, bro. Well, you would have got a felony, like Missouri. Well, no, if he would have told, I'd have got a felony, right? If he would have said he was hurt, but he wasn't. Hurt. So so just like we thought, like okay, after school, I see you at the bus stop. You know, you you felt like you would be in the clear. You know, well, they will learn that they have to go to their doorstep and then come back, and then now they can fight. Right. They'll they'll find the loopholes. Yeah. Right. That's even if they cared, and that's the thing. I think that's what people are scared of is that to say that a fifth grader, a seventh grader, an eighth grader is going to get a felony for a fight. They're not prepared to make decisions that could affect them later on. In life. So, are you are you okay with a high schooler getting a felony? That's scary, man. Over a fight, 
I don't know, man. I don't know. So wait, how is it that you can? Well, nah, wait. Let man, me we seen people. We seen people no, get bloodied up and like a tooth get knocked out or something. I don't know if that should be a felony though. What I was gonna say though, a tooth getting knocked I was gonna out? say, hey man, it's a fight. It's a fight. I don't know if you should get a felony just because you fought. Okay, so what a, if they square up? They square up and he one hit. He one hits him, knocks him out. Tooth Boom. comes out. Okay, that shouldn't be a felony. Why should it be a felony? They they both agreed it was a consensual fight. Why should there be charges? Like it wasn't like I I came and I overpowered you, I bullied you, I made you fight. Like it was a it was a consensual fight. We both decided to fight. There should be no charges. You take your L and you go home. Because I remember like the last year that we were in school, I think they implemented this mandatory, I think it was a 180 day suspension oh, right, for fighting. Right. Yep. Yeah. So do you feel like that was too harsh? Hell yeah. Okay. A half a year suspension yeah. because I had a fight? Dude, that's stupid. That's dumb. Um, I have a friend, um, named Rachel. She's now running for like the um, school board. Yeah. And yeah, she feels that way too. I'm, she was talking about how it seems like the suspensions um is what's kind of holding kids back. Right. You know, just like how quickly they are to suspend people. Um actually you know some I know a couple others who um are like school board members now and they actually felt the same way too. So I don't know if it's just because all three of them are black women. So I don't know if they're a little more understanding of the situation. You know and what? I, white white or black, though, it's a fight. That's well, how in kids district, settle the... I mean, in a district like Hazelwood or Ferguson, Florissant, which, you know, those are, ah, you know, okay. it's, it's mostly black. So you put something like a 180-day suspension law, well, or rule, you know, that that's going to affect... Nine times out of ten, it's gonna affect a black kid. Yeah, you know. And you know what? And it's funny you say that because actually, when I was looking up stuff on this law, I did find an infograph that talked about the places where black students get more suspensions. So the Huffington Post had posted something, and so the percentage gap between black and white suspension rates in secondary schools in 2011 and 2012. So I live in California. So there's a six to ten percent percentage gap in Missouri. There's a 16 to 20 percent percentage gap between black and white suspension rates. But so talk about that? alarm. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, what does that mean? Like, so Missouri's worse. That's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's saying that the percentage gap between when how much or when they would suspend a white student versus a black student is 16 per 20 percent difference. There's a there's a gap. And so, I would imagine, like, the way I see this going, because I know some people, like I said, in, in administration, they would do everything they could to not have a kid suspended. Right. Like, one of my friends, she was telling me that, they uh, like, a kid brought a knife to school and was ready to, like, I guess cut somebody or something. Somebody told told on him. That kid, I think, only got, like, a few days suspended. Now, see, now that's what's scary, though. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This is elementary, this is elementary school kid. So, like, fourth, fifth grade or something. I can't remember it, but it was an elementary school kid. I guess who felt they were getting bullied, getting bothered, 
she was ready to shank somebody. Mm. She was ready to die for hers, huh? Or kill. You know what? That's that's what's scary. Um, because if you do everything you can and this girl only gets a week after bringing a knife to school, has she really learned anything about not bringing knives to school is not a good idea to cut people. And I guess on the other hand, though, with suspending her, like expelling her and putting her in the streets, is is that the best thing to do? That's true. Because just flat out saying you can't go to the school no more and then she's hard pressed to find another school to go to as an elementary because, school kid. Because that was actually that kid, they was they was already, I think, in a uh, alternative school. So okay. that had been the end of the road for her. Right. So I think that's the reason why they're a little more lenient with them kids. <clears throat> Makes so. sense. So she definitely needs some type of mandatory counseling or something, though, to know that that ain't the way. And if she's being bullied, she needs to report it because apparently with this new law, bullies are getting time, too. You know, bully, you can get charged that same felony with bullying. Wow. So that's going to stop. It's supposed to <clears throat> reduce the amount of bullying that's going on. But like we talked about, that's what's scary about it is that these kids, I mean, they're not old enough to do anything as an adult. But they're old enough to get charged with a felony. So we talked about bullying a little bit on the show. We did. I, I just, we talked about uh, online bullying. Yeah, we talked about online bullying, right. It just seems like you get a felony for bullying. Yeah. That's just like a part of life, man. Getting your quarters taken and stuff? Like, what's... Nah, man. I mean... Or getting jumped so, on? So, so, yeah. So, remember they instituted that rule like our senior year that if we talked about people, made fun of people, joined on people, played the dozens, uh, clown people, whatever you want to call it, listeners, whatever region you're in, uh, there, was a, there was a mandatory suspension if we did that. If and our school was, like, known for making fun of people, joining on people. And that was a that was a really big deal, because I mean even the teachers did it. Like the young teachers, even they were joining. So I'm not sure if anybody ever actually got suspended for that. Again, I think that's one of those things where they will try to avoid actually um, enforcing a rule like that. Yeah, I think it's more of a scare tactic of anything. Now, because like the thing is, the policy is if you get um, if you get in a fight. You can't or say like your kid gets beat up just right out, just gets jumped and beat up. You aren't able to go and find out what happened to those kids, like what punishment they got. Mm -hmm. You know, so they might only get 10 days or they might get 180 days. You'll never know until they just get back to school. Right. And so I'm not sure (laughs) what's going to happen is somebody's going to get stumped out. And they only want to get 10 days or whatever. And they're going to see this kid, you know, the the kid that got stumped out. They're going to see this other kid come back and then go home and tell mom, like, he's back. And mom's going to call up to school like, oh, I thought he's supposed to got a felony. Ain't he supposed to be in jail? <laughs> and they're going to tell that lady, look, under 17, they're not going to jail unless they're being charged as an adult. We're not charging a 12-year-old as an adult, so... The thing that's the thing that made me feel some kind of way about it, though. Remember, so just last week we were talking about uh, um, boys and girls, boys hitting girls, girls hitting boys. Yeah. Uh, we were talking <sighs> about men hitting women, women hitting men, and we just discussed more along the lines of it needs to be two sided. It needs to be both ways, not just the person who got beat. So, like in the Joe Mixon situation, 
she lost that fight definitely. She got hit. She fell under the table. Joe Mixon walked out. Everybody's giving her sympathy. But I was thinking about what she kind of instigated that fight because she started the physical altercation portion of it. She pushed him and swung at him and hit him. Huh? She pushed him and hit him and made contact and everything. Yeah, exactly. So I'm saying I don't understand why nobody talked about the fact that she initiated it. And it's because she lost. That's why. Because she was the one that ended up injured. And this law is kind of some may argue it's because she was white. I mean, that's not okay. that's not avoid the obvious there. That's the that's okay. the that's the commentary that's going on with most people. Yep, that's definitely an elephant in the room. But the fact is, is that there's a lot of times when the instigator, just because they lose, they get the free pass of the instigation. They don't get any allegations put up against them, even though they instigated it. So, with this particular law that's coming into effect on the 1st, um, as you're hearing this, is past the 1st. No, I feel like they're not taking into account who started the fight because they keep talking about, when you read about the law, it talks about if you're injured, it's a third-degree assault. So, if I started the fight... What's, a, what's an injury, you know? If I started the fight and I end up with a black eye and a missing tooth, you mean to tell me I can charge? I mean, I can go and, you know, rat on the other guy and say, yeah, he beat me up. Look, I got the black eye and the, and, and the missing tooth. But I was the one who started it, though. You know what I'm saying? I don't I think there should be some stipulation. If you start like it should be the person who starts the physical altercation. Not just the person who got beat up. I think it should be put up like a poll should be put up on Facebook and let every let the people vote you know who won the fight and then the loser <laughs> is the one that gets charged the loser get charged yeah no dude it's the starter no it's the, the loser the, you lost I mean why should the winner be punished well, you won the fight you get the notoriety for winning the fight so that's because I got something. hands I mean you got you a win already you got the fight so now, yeah, that, that since one you got kid, the fight, you're going to take this L with this felony. That one kid that powerbombed that kid in, like, Australia or whatever. Yeah. The, it was, like, the big kid who powerbombed that little that little kid. So he <laughs> should be the one that's punished? Because he was getting picked on, and he just, like, snapped on him and, and slammed him. No, nah, I was just I was just saying that jokingly. I say it's the instigator, man. Whoever man. started that fight, you started the physical altercation. If there's any charges that get brought up, it should be against you. Don't be mad because I know how to defend myself better than you because I've been taking Muay Thai training for, for, for 10 years of my, you know, of my 13-year-old life. Bro. Don't be mad at me. I saw this I saw this one fight video of these two girls fighting, and one of the girls knew Brazilian jiu-jitsu. <laughs> and so she, you could tell she was trying to actually let that girl take her down to the ground. Right. And they got down to the ground. She and wanted girl, to get on the ground. The girl was like punching her and she was just eating the punches. And then eventually she put her like in an arm bar. And the girl was like, ah, you broke my arm. You bitch. And she started like, and she let her go. And then <clears throat> she took her back, rear naked choke, put her out, <laughs> put her to sleep, dog. She was a beast. And it was just this little girl. She was just like this little chick, like real small. But she was trained, man. Yo, so wait, she took so she took the punches from the street fight. She was just eating them all. She was eating them all. Let old girl take it to the ground. Yeah, 
ate some more punches, and waited for her moment to put it in an arm bar. She worked it the entire time she was on the ground. Because, you know, I watched a whole bunch of UFC and stuff, and and so she was just working her way to that arm bar the entire time, eating punches. Right. You know, Duh, everybody's talk about like, oh. Talk Everybody's about strategy. Like, ooh, ooh, she can't I mean, whoop her ass, whoop her ass. And then that arm bar came. <laughs> talk about strategy, though. And then like, she's like, oh, you see her arm kind of flex the wrong way. And she's like, oh, you broke my arm. And then she then she got it on her back. She got on her back, choked her out, dog. Perfect uh, rear naked choke. The chick was sleeping in about seven seconds. <laughs> If she dropped her, just let her fall to the ground. She walked away like a boss. That's crazy. Hey man, I told my son. So okay, man, so who should who should who should be the who should get suspended there? Who started it? it well, you know they didn't show all of that. But all right. But the one girl, she looked like she was being more defensive than anything to me. There you the, go. That's that's my problem. What about self defense? The kid comes up and punches me in the face, and just because I've been boxing for. 12 years of my 15 year natural life I throw them hands on them and knock them out why should I get charged why should I get suspended well if you really about that life you're supposed to be registered as lethal weapons right <laughs> dude he's only 15 though. Mike, Mike Tyson my was only 17 well Mike Tyson was the world champion at what 17 or something yeah he's super he was super young alright so <laughs> you telling me Mike Tyson couldn't dude, knock motherfuckers out in 15 of- of Mike Tyson when he was like 16 fighting like 25 27 yeah. year old men he was so huge dog yeah like he looked like he was about 25 <clears throat> so shoot that was crazy that age don't necessarily mean nothing man she could they still be a lethal weapon oh by the way one other thing I want to say about the infograph that I have so uh, Missouri is pretty high 16 to 20 percent but dude Nebraska and Wisconsin they are the highest with a twenty-six to thirty, uh, twenty-six to thirty percent um, gap in suspension between white and black suspension rates, I can see that. Twenty-six to thirty percent. You know why that sounds even crazier? Because how many black people in Nebraska and Wisconsin anyway? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that's exactly the reason. I bet Oklahoma's right there with them too. Well, Oklahoma is uh, sixteen to twenty. That's bad, right? Still I mean, pretty high. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's really that's high. That's right there with Missouri, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, you say that, but, like, Maine is 0 to 5%. And that's because there's no black people in Maine. So the suspension rate can't be that different because there's no black people there. Like, in Maine? Uh, what else? Yeah. Eh, maybe probably not. It's only a couple black, but there's... <laughs> This is like 1% black in Maine. So, yeah, the suspension rates are going to be 0 to 5% difference between white and black people. But anyway, so this law is coming into effect. Seems unfortunate for the kids. Sounds pretty crazy if you ask me. And they need to worry about self-defense more. Like I was saying, I told my son, don't be walking around thinking you can beat everybody up. And look at their ears, too, because if they have big, meaty ears. The cauliflower ear. Yeah, yeah, I, I... I just described it as big, fat, meaty ears. And I told him what cauliflower ear is. Yo, you see that? Just chill out. Back <laughs> just, down. Yeah, find a way to smooth it out with words. <laughs> like, man, I ain't got no time for this. I got to go to class, man. Right, I got class, man. I ain't even trying to fight you. I got a class. Man, I'm too civilized to be fighting. I'm too civilized. <laughs> 
I'm not an animal. <laughs> speaking know. of animals, dog. Speaking of animals. So I was driving to the store. Went, picked up what I needed. No problem. Leaving from the store. I'm sitting, waiting to turn out onto the main road. Now, I'm looking to my left because it's only the traffic's only going one way. I want to make a right turn to go in the same direction. They were at a light. The light must have turned green. The guys were driving. And so this person is turning into the same parking lot that I'm exiting out of. And while this guy is slowing down to make his right turn, the guy behind him starts hunking his horn like all crazy. Honk, 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 honk. And he's mad that the guy slowed down to turn into this parking lot to go into this shopping center that I was about to come out of. And I'm sitting there like, what is that dude's problem, man? All he did was try to make a turn into the parking lot. And he's like displaying all this road rage, hunking his horn all crazy. And so uh, he made me want to talk about road rage a little bit because he's acting like an animal behind the wheel, man, being all aggressive behind the wheel. But see, yeah, there's no telling what happened before that. There might have been like a whole car chase. It could have been like that movie Duel. I don't know if you ever, you ever seen that movie Duel. I have not. It used to come on Channel 11 all the time. When you, you must have had cable as a kid. So, <laughs> so for those of us who didn't have cable, there was this movie Duel that used to come on Channel 11. Your mama didn't know a cable man. My mama knew a cable man, and we did have all the channels. See, well, when you only had five channels... <laughs> you had to just watch what was on. You watching Mash, but go ahead. Right. So, Duel was this movie like from the seventies, I think, and it's about like this guy. He's like in a desert. He like cut off this uh, trucker or whatever, and then the trucker was pissed, and he like just chased him down all across the desert. Okay. And so that was the ultimate road road rage movie. So maybe that happened. Maybe he just got done chasing him for the past two hours. And finally, you know, was trying to catch up to him. But dude pulled off into the Audis. And right. he's, all he could do is, like, me mug him and honk his horn, even though oh boy didn't even know he was there anymore. Yeah, I've seen it all too much, though. Stuff that you can't control, but you're getting your horns blown at you. Oh, by the way, when the guy turned, and this is the other thing that was the killer to me, because I'm sitting here watching this from, you know, a different perspective. I'm not in it. I'm like, I've got the coach's view. I get to see everything that's taking place. So when the guy was turning into the lot for the shopping center, he turned in, he did his thing, and he kept moving. But the guy who was hunking his horn all crazy, he, like, stopped his car, and he was, like, eyeing the guy, like, as he was driving off. And I'm thinking, like, that guy can't even see you right now. Yeah. Like, even if he did see out of his side view mirror that you were mugging him, like, he's not going to continue to look at you through his side view mirror so he can look at you making this stupid-ass face. You know what I'm saying? Just get on about your business. Keep it moving, bro. Like, what's the big deal? See, so I have actually a solution for this. I think there needs to be, like, an app where you can, like, message people. Or there should be some type of messaging system, like, built into cars. Okay. Where you can, like... You know, basically, Duh, that'd be a disaster. Basically, no. so you could transmit your 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 nah. displeasure nah. to somebody. <laughs> that'd be terrible, bro. Like, hey, it'd take road like race a, like, to the next level. Like, hey, you driving like an asshole? Cut it out. I think that would be awesome. 
and say, I'm not driving like an asshole, you asshole. No, yeah, you know they, can't, they can't respond like that. All they, the only thing they can respond with is uh, my bad or they just ignore them. They shouldn't be able to <laughs> keep going back and forth. You know how many trolls? So you want trolling to go to the road now? I mean, maybe it, you, you have so many that you can do a month or something. Like maybe you only can send three messages a month so you can uh, really. You know how social media started out as one thing and it just blew up into this other thing and like Twitter started out as one thing. And I don't care what the Twitter founder says. There's no way that he knew that Twitter was going to take over as the greatest news source in the, you know, in the country. They didn't know that it was going to blow up to be that. Where Dude, the president-elect will be trolling people. On your, exactly. On your if app. you implement that into vehicles where people can troll and express their displeasure to other cars, dude, you will open up a whole different. It's not trolling. It's trolling if it's undeserved. But if if it's okay, it'll be trolling in other things, dog. You you you're perpetuating road rage. So maybe you get like a rating, a ranking system, or something. Okay, a rating. Yeah, you can rate people's driving. That'd be cool. You do like a crowdsource rating. So just because I said it was bad, th- that might take your rating lower, or maybe it won't. Yeah, it'd so, be like a Yelp for just random drivers. You know what? Nope, that wouldn't be good either because you're not going to rate anybody for how well they drive because you expect them to drive well. Yeah, you're rating the shitty drivers, though. I mean, of course you wouldn't rate the good ones. Or no, you could. Like somebody no. let you win. Like they was like, oh no, you go ahead. They let you in. You could rate that person because they but would you be know, nice. You know how it is. People don't care about giving positive feedback. Well, that's not They're my like, problem. Oh, they man. let me in. Well, don't be, don't drive bad. Then, if that's the case, I mean, if you don't have anything, that means you have no hits against you. <laughs> no, no infractions. Yeah, there's no, there's no infractions. So apparently, you're doing well. But if you got right, like. That- like the idea is cool. <laughs> you just need to work on the on the on the you know. You I need, need somebody to develop the app, and that's all I need. Yeah. No, you need to work on your concept a little bit more, dog. Like, yeah. I think it, it could be like a video, like it could be like a like a video that instantly comes on, showing the person being an asshole. By the way, if you yeah, because all these a lot of people have those cameras in in their cars now, so you you can show video of people being yeah. jerks on the road. Yeah. But if anybody, if any of the listeners comes out with this app. We want our cut because, you know, you see how I just implemented myself into Jaren's idea. But it's a corporate streets idea. We want our damn cut. It's our intellectual property. So if you use it for the greater benefit, for the betterment of the world, you make sure you hit us off with a couple of dollars. Yeah, it's ways is like that. I mean, ways it's like people are actively doing stuff on uh, is it is it, is it ways or Wazi? I don't know what it's called. It's ways. Ways. It's, it's crowd. It's crowdsourced. Yeah. Yeah. So people are always like putting stuff out, you know, cop here, broken down car there. Yep. So you could definitely put a shitty driver <laughs> and let people know a shitty driver's coming. Right. I hear that. Douchebag in a red Toyota Corolla. No, <laughs> and it should be like on the license plate too. It should like you should be able to see the rating on the license plate. Right. The rating should show up on the license plate. So when they do something stupid, it's like ah. That's not a surprise. Look at him. I knew it. I knew it was going to be bad. Right. Then again, no, you're going to make people, uh, they're going to have a preconceived notion about the person. They're going to wait on them to do something bad. Well, that's how it is. Dude, that's how it is on Grand Theft Auto. 
So the more bad things you do, like first your name is white, but if you keep doing fucked up stuff, your name starts turning pink, and then eventually it gets to red. Right. So you know to stay away from the people with the red. <laughs> but the people that are with just the white circle, they cool. You know, they just driving around having fun. Hey, they not killing people. So now you got people driving bad on purpose just to make people avoid them. Be like, yo, he ain't gonna mess with me. I had sixteen but then, in the last But, but then weeks. it goes down though. It, you're, 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 you know, the the board, the better you act, you know, your color goes back to white. Gotcha. So there it is. Bam. So you know what? It's funny how. In this, just in road rage in general, I feel like road rage is created because people are only concerned with what they want to do. That's partially what this road rage thing is about. So, like, if you're late to work and or some other event that you have. That's a huge work. That's a huge work. So yep. you're late to work, right? You expect everybody else to drive like a bat out of hell because... You need to get to work. So I can't drive the speed limit now because you feel like you need to go faster. You need to go two miles an hour faster than what you're going. You so can't now drive the speed limit. At me. You drive the speed limit in the right lane. Don't drive next to another car blocking the people who's trying to get by. But, dog, the speed limit is the limit that everybody's supposed to be obeying. No matter I don't what care what the speed limit is. Lane you in. I'm trying to get to work. I'm about to get fired. <laughs> so how is that my fault why are you blowing a horn at it's me? not your fault but you need to be in the right lane and out of my way that's why the autobahn exists because people actually in in germany actually have common sense and know you should be in the slow lane when you're not driving fast so therefore you can go on that highway and go 200 miles per hour and it's all good and there's no accidents because slow cars get over when they're supposed to Americans just can't drive. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> for real. So, can't so drive, man. For, for, let's say that that guy is late to work. When I was coming out of that parking lot from that grocery store, the guy was trying to turn into the shopping center. Now, obviously, there are different speeds that you can take a turn. You could take a turn at 20, you could take a turn at 15, or you could take a turn at three miles an hour, right? And we all hate the three mile an hour guy. But you can't blow your horn at the three mile an hour turn guy. You can't do that. If he didn't have his turn his signal on, to take his turn slow. If he didn't have his turn signal on, or he signaled super late and just slammed on his brakes, that'll piss you off. You just now <laughs> spilled your damn coffee on your new interior. <laughs> that does. I, I can see that. That does make you mad. Somebody. Like, damn uh, man. Use turn <laughs> you look at him. <laughs> because look, I mean, that's kind of therapeutic to like stare somebody down. Like at least you get that out of your system, or it doesn't the horn, do nothing though. Honk, it, it doesn't down. do anything, but it it allows you to release some tension. Now, if if it as long as it ends there, I think it's okay. I don't think you should get out the car to go apologize and then get shot. Um, All right, so let's talk about what this road rage thing. Yeah, so the DMV says that. Road rage is aggressive or violent behavior stemming from driver's uncontrolled anger at the actions of another motorist. Yeah. All right. So some of these things include hitting their vehicle with your car, running them off the road, mm -hmm. pulling over, getting out and engaging in a physical confrontation, inciting your passengers to fight the other driver. Okay. <laughs> and using some sort of weapon to inflict harm 
That's road driver rage? or vehicle. So your boy didn't. It wasn't even road rage. He just mean mugged him, and the dude didn't even see it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see. Running off the road, hitting the vehicle, inciting your patch. Oh no, no, no. You're right. So he did not engage in road rage. He engaged in in aggressive driving. Okay. So aggressive driving is tailgating, cutting off other people, not using turn signals. Mentally or verbally cursing other drivers. Speeding. Damn, you can't even mentally curse them. Nah. Now how fucking stupid is that? Like how you gonna how you gonna say I'm doing something wrong by just thinking about the shit? This is just calling you an aggressive driver. Nobody said you did anything wrong per se. You call me aggressive. You're driving aggressively by thinking about the dude with somebody out in your head, bro. That's aggressive. Cursing somebody out in your head is aggressive. Stand down, bro. Stand down. I'm driving the speed limit. Somebody just cut me off. I don't do any action other than be like, man, what a shithead. And, and that's all I think to myself. And I just keep doing the speed limit. I'm an aggressive driver now? That's pretty aggressive. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so speeding, honking, flashing your headlights, brake checking. Huh. See, I feel, like, driving. I feel like brake checking. So I, I feel like brake checking is more of a passive aggressive thing. So, I I have been known to brake check. Um, so what? So brake checking. Why do they call it brake checking? Like, are you really just like, let me see if my brakes work? No, <laughs> it's not that kind of checking. It's like you you check somebody. Ah. Uh, so somebody's tailgating you. Yep. So I I got two things to do. So the first thing I'll do is I'll hit them with the windshield washer fluid. <laughs> <laughs> they go, they driving too close to me. I hit I hit my windshield washer fluid and it gets all over their car. That normally Dog, makes them back. They don't care about that, bro. Yes, they do that about about eighty percent of the time. That makes them back down and stop. You know, following me so closely. <laughs> How strong are your windshield wiper dispensers, bro? We're shooting over your car. It's just a little sprinkles. It's not. It's not a direct stream that's ah, going okay. through that car. It's just a. <laughs> it's just a. It's just the droplets that gets on your car. You know, right, that gets right. on the other car because they behind you like that. All right. So that's the first thing I do. If that doesn't work, or if I'm out of windshield washer fluid, um, I will then brake check them. So the way to brake check them is this is the proper way to do it. You're not supposed to just slam on your brakes because then they might hit you. You're supposed to keep your foot on the accelerator, and then with your left foot, you just tap the brakes. Got it. So your brake lights will come on, but you're still going the speed limit. That normally will also get them. Mm. Okay. And 100% of the time for me, that 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 ended a tailgater situation. I haven't had anybody fly off the road yet. But Okay. But I definitely got them off of me. Yeah, you're an aggressive driver, bro. No, I was going to ask you, have you engaged in any of the sorts of tailgating, cutting people off, not using turn signals, no. speeding, honking your horn, flashing headlights, brake checking? Now, I will I will, I will, will flash my headlights, like, and this is just on like a, like a road trip type situation. So it's a four-lane highway, just two lanes going one way, two lanes going the other direction. And I'm in the left lane, which is the fast lane. All the highways normally say slower traffic, stay to the right. And so I'm coming up and there's a car just kind of coasting on the left. I'll just I'll just tap the headlights, the high beams, 
and they normally will see that and they'll get over. Okay. It's not it's not a it's not an act of aggression. It's an act of reminding you you should be in the right lane when you're just cruising down the street in your six four. Okay. So how do you diffuse this raw rage? Because I want to help the listeners out there, man. I don't want y'all getting out of your car, engaging in fights, honking your horn all crazy. How do you diffuse these situations? Well, so you catch them at a light. No, no, don't even finish that. I'm not even because you. If you say you got to catch somebody somewhere, it's not going to be good. No, so, that's karma getting them because they because I remember this one chick. She uh, was honking her horn at me. Or something. I can't remember what I was doing. I probably wasn't paying attention to some shit like that. Or no, I can't. No, it was whatever it was. I was in the right. Oh sure, I bet. And because because <laughs> whatever I, remember, I was doing, I remember telling her I was like, right. There was a person crossing the street, dumbass, or something like that. And but no, she she was like honking her horn, like screaming something. I want to say she called me the N word. Oh wow, that's and, really tough behind the car. Then, and then we got caught at the same light right next to each other. So that's what I mean by oh. catch them at a light. Oh, oh okay, gotcha. Right. Yeah, I like I like that too. When people want to speed all crazy, and then she's trying to act all cool, like like oh, um, you know, like yeah. her her no, tone changed. No, they don't changed. look at you. They don't want to look at yeah, you. Yeah, she didn't want to look. But when I started saying something to her, then her tone kind of changed. She kind of she wasn't as aggressive talking all that shit, you know. <laughs> no, that happens all the time. You let pe- people cut you off and fly by you, and you know, I'll switch lanes and be like catch them at the light. Be like, yo, what up? Remember, remember me? You just tried to fly by me. Yeah, we're at the same light now. <laughs> yeah, there was no purpose in you speeding like that. Right. So that that's always funny. But you know what? Before I go into the how to diffuse the situation, I want to talk about hunking a horn a little bit. You brought up a good point. The purpose of the horn is to alert people of your presence so they don't hit you. You're not supposed to be using it as a thing to tell people that you're pissed off. That's not why you're supposed to use the horn. It, it could be. Oh, it's supposed to be a warning. Why not? Thing. It's a it's a form of communication. Dude, it's it's supposed to be used in short bursts. And actually, in the driver's manual, they it says I had to read it the other uh, not too long ago because when I went to go renew my license, magically I had to take the test. Uh, I was randomly selected to take the test. Okay. But uh, so I had to go and read the book because California. I failed the first time without the book. California. But anyway. Shit, boy. Yeah, I know, man. Yo, by the way, if you fail three times, you're done. You got to go home. So, like, if you wait till your license expires to go renew it and you got to take that test and you fail it three times, you got to wait two weeks or something to come back. <laughs> Not even the next day? <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think you can come back the next day. Wow. I don't think so. You might be able to. I, I want to say the guy said it was two weeks. But anyway, um, so I took the test without reading the book the first time. I think you can only miss like three questions or something out of 25, three or four questions out of 25. I missed it without reading the book. I went and read the book a little bit, refreshed some things, and I went and passed it. But in the book, it says that you shouldn't be using your horn uh, to start. Don't use your horn in a way that it'll startle people because you might create an accident by doing that. Nah, sometimes so you gotta people, let the ass know. Horns man. are supposed to be used in short bursts. It shouldn't be honk, honk, honk to show that you're mad. You're not supposed to do that. Well, 
okay, so what if somebody's coming over on you in your lane? You're supposed to honk your horn. You gotta lay on it then so they'll know. You're not doing that out of anger. You're doing it so they eventually will hear that you're honking your horn at them. All right. Well, that situation is a good use of the horn to alert people that, hey, man, you're in my lane. Watch out. Right. Or somebody backing out and you're and you're driving by and they're about to back into you. Hunk your horn. Let them know that, hey, don't hit me. I'm right here. Stop what you're doing. And maybe even the typical sitting at the light, the light turns green. It's been about five. Yo, what's, how many seconds should it be before you hunk your horn at people at the light? And even then, it should be like a little toot. Uh, maybe like five. Uh, there should be there should be a rule there, that like five a five seconds. second rule. Because I've been the horn has been honked at me. I didn't even have time to go from the brake to the gas yeah. pedal. Like I'm watching the light. That happens to and me. And I don't even get then. time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even get time to switch my foot <laughs> to the other pedal yet. And people are honking to go, and it's like, wow, that person must be in a rush. I, I, only concerned about them though I actually made up a term and I can't remember what it is right now I, I can't remember if it was called like pre-honking but like in Chicago like everybody's honking and they honk just when they're turning like they're turning on, from one street to another street they'll honk their horn as they're turning through the street because there's people all in the streets and stuff so uh, they kind of honk like out of courtesy it's a courtesy honk because I think is what I called it <laughs> Got it. <laughs> they gotta give a, a courtesy honk as they're turning right or left because people are all walking through the streets and stuff. That's interesting. That's the opposite because, like in Hawaii, you're like forbidden to use your horn. You shouldn't use your horn because Hawaii is a very easygoing place. Right. And out there, everybody moves on their own time. You just have to know that everybody moves slow, and they know that they move slow, and they promote that. That's what they promote is that hey, Hawaii's easygoing. This is how we move. And so if you honk your horn at people, that's a really bad thing. As a matter of fact, I remember when I was out there, I was driving on the road. The speed limit was 45, and literally everybody was going in 40. They were all going 45 or 40 to 45. And I couldn't switch lanes and get around nobody because it was a line of people all going 45 miles an hour on an open highway. <laughs> and I'm like, the highway's wide open. Somebody let me through. But all of them went the exact speed limit or less. It blew my mind. So anyway, that yeah, was a nice sidebar. Uh, I wanted to go back to um, when we're talking about this whole road rage thing. How do you defuse a road rage situation? And DMV.org says the way you defuse a road rage situation is number one, you show remorse. And how do you do that? You do that by waving to the other driver. Or you do that by mouthing, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, to the other driver. Or you just give them plenty of room to pass you. That could diffuse the situation for you. So <clears throat> I, I have done that once. And I can only think of one time where I was like completely in the wrong. I mean, not only I can think of one time, but it happened recently, like a few months ago. And I kind of cut somebody off. They was actually right next to me. And um, and I cut them off. And I was like, damn, that was messed up. I'm sorry. And they were, like, still behind me. Uh-huh. And I kind of did, like, the, um, like, prayer hands, kind of. And, like, kind of mm-hmm. stuck them to my right, you know, so she could see them in the window. Like, begging for forgiveness. 
Yeah, yeah. It, she was still behind me, and she, and she did kind of just wave her hand. Gotcha. And I've done that before. Not the prayer hands, because I keep I keep positive control on the wheel at all times. We were at a light. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I did. I I have waved in the past, like you know, like the my my fault or sorry about that or I'm sorry kind of thing. Let people know that I know I made the mistake. Don't be all crazy honking at me. It's not a battle. I'm telling you that I was wrong. <laughs> but if you get into a situation that you feel like road rage is going on, they say don't engage in it. What you should do, these are your options that you have. If you're in a road rage situation, you should pull over to a safe location. And you should and make you, sure you're, you're out of the way of traffic. And then you get into the battle. You engage in battle in fist-to-fist hand-to-hand combat that, i like that you pull off to a safe nah, place so exactly. you can have your so you can give them that uh the fade that's, nah, that's really that's really good that's good advice don't don't shoot the fade bro. good advice don't from the corporate the streets so if you're in the court if you're in the in a road race situation pull over into a parking lot and you know like safe walmart location. parking lot because they're pretty big in the back and there's nobody out there and then you guys can have it out right there if you say so bro i All didn't right. say any of that Let's wrap it uh, up. But you know what? I will say, <laughs> I will say, I don't know what that means to pull over in a safe location out of way of traffic because you might get followed there. Pull over then. <laughs> if it's real, if it's real road rage. Yeah, but they, they don't think you're pulling over to. <laughs> right. Right. You right. might send the wrong, you might send the wrong signal. It says to also uh, take deep breaths, maybe even count backwards. You know, that, that could diffuse the situation when you I sit like there that. and reflect and you count. Because if you take deep breaths, you get the oxygen going, so you'll be less likely to be knocked out. Deep breaths, so you don't hyperventilate. We're not talking about a bunch of short breaths. I'm saying you take the big, deep breaths so you don't get knocked out. (laughs) Okay. And and the other thing you do is remember that you have full control over your own actions and thoughts. Remember that. You have control. Because if you let somebody else on the road make you mad, they're controlling you. So don't let them control you. So exactly. So you got to get extremely focused and because you you never know what's going to happen. They might be, you know, they might have the brass knuckles. But if you're focused and it's kind of like a finger pointing into the stars. But don't focus on that finger or you'll miss out on all that heavenly glory. What the hell are you talking about? That's a Bruce Lee reference. <laughs> about focusing. Okay. From Enter the Dragon. So remember you have full control. <laughs> Don't give the other people control, man. Like, I'll, I've been saying for a long time now, think about this. If you're at a light or if you're anywhere on the road and somebody blows their horn at you, you have two options. You can, number one, immediately get pissed and be like, who the hell they think they blowing that? And you can get mad. And you can get upset. And you can start chasing them down. You can start driving all wild and crazy. You can allow them to wreck your day. Or you can look around to make sure you're being safe and just realize, you know what? Maybe they accidentally blew their horn or maybe they're not blowing at me. And then your day goes on without you letting somebody make you upset. Don't let people control your day. Take control of your own day. Eh, fuck that. Don't let them punk you, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is kind of like the angel and the devil on the shoulder. 
TJ is synonymous with the angel right now. Jaren is being the damn devil. That's not true. You know what? And your girl, your horns, girls with you, and you don't let them punk you like that. Dog, you ain't never hear the end of it. All the horn honks that happen. How many of those are accidental? There's some of those were, that were accidents, man. You know, you playing around in your car, you're reaching for something, you're trying to pick something up off the floor, your chest hits hits the horn, and now you walking around mad because somebody chest hit the horn. Well, you show somebody, them, don't you accidentally do that next to me. Bending down, huh? You, you let them know. They picked the wrong one. Don't, don't do that accident shit around me. <laughs> yeah, okay. So... That that rolls right into the next one. Think about the consequences of your actions. Should you contemplate exacting revenge on the other driver? Is it? And you know worth what I think about that? Ass. Yeah. Remember that you can die. Okay. Remember you can get shot down for thinking you so tough. You know what? I think it's worth whooping his ass, even though I might go to jail or something. He shouldn't have cut me off. Nah, bro. That's not the way. That's not the way, bro. I'm following him into the Home Depot parking lot. <laughs> that might be the last parking lot you see too because people got guns especially in missouri that law passed too everybody's packing Whew. go ahead and get out the car if you want to at least you'll go you'll go out as a hood legend no you won't you got a damn fool because you could have kept driving anyway well i think we talked that we talked that up good enough i'm ready to ready to wrap are you good yep let's go all right. You could be listening to anyone in the world, but you listen to us. We definitely appreciate that. Jaren and I have another Corporate Streets production. I'm sure all of you know what it is by now, but I'm going to task you right now. I'm going to task you. You got homework. Tell somebody about the PowerCast. I know you're listening to it. I know you're enjoying it, but share the wealth. Share that plethora of knowledge and experience and tell people about the PowerCast. And let people know whether they're corporate or they're street. It doesn't matter what their mentality is. They need to take control of their life. And you can do this reading the book, The 48 Laws of Power, or listening to our PowerCast. 48 Laws of Power is a book that's written, written by Robert Greene. We're reading it. We're ingesting it. And we're giving our interpretation of the book and seeing how it's applied in life and giving those examples. The book is good. Our PowerCast is super dope. So go ahead and... uh give it a listen we release every single friday it's only a 30 minute show invest 30 minutes into yourself to be better you talk about those new year's resolution you need to have a resolution to resolve the fact that you're not growing yourself think about it i'm not trying to talk you down i'm not trying to downplay you but think about what are you doing to grow yourself what are you doing to invest in yourself and it can start by listening to our power cast all right if you want to talk to us about road rage any other interesting laws in Missouri, you can go ahead and email us at thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. You need help handling a situation, drop us a line because we are the advice connoisseurs. Life advice, dating advice, uh, child rearing advice, whatever it is. We driving, got you. Driving advice. Driving advice. <clears throat> Just make sure you take my advice, not journeys on that, on driving. And also, we have a Facebook page, The Corporate Streets Podcast. Do not forget to use the Twitter handle, at Corp Streets. And you know what you're listening to. This is The Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who can't get their dream career because their background check came back with a felony charge they picked up from standing up and beating down the fourth grade bully. Peace. 
And for some reason, that sounds so familiar. It makes a lot more sense with this. <laughs> that outro sounds so familiar, bro. <laughs> that's a... Uh, <laughs> that's going to be a little... Uh, what, what do they call it? Uh, Easter egg. That's going to be an Easter egg for the, for the real listener. Yep, for sure. <laughs> Peace.